0: This then is how you, wait, Matthew 6, 9 through 15. Then this, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our de- debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo, santificado sea tu nombre. Vega tu reino, hágase tu voluntad en la tierra como en el cielo. Dando estoy nuestro pan de cada día, no, perdono nuestras ofensas, como también nosotros perdonamos a los que nos ofenden. No, no nos dejes caer en tentación y libranos de mal. Amen. Amen. Thank you all. <laughs> yeah, nice. So... While we're all together in this new year, wanted to just do something a little special. Um, first, a, a little bit of show and tell of, of one of my favorite Christmas presents I got this year, because uh, I have the microphone and can. Um, I got this beautiful picture, this icon um, called Hidden Life in Nazareth. And I I love this so much. And maybe you've seen this before, maybe you've never seen it before, but it's made me think so much about how powerful seeing is and how powerful images are for us. Like this picture by a Ukrainian artist fills in some of the gaps and pauses in scripture, some of the things maybe this season that we don't, um, that we're thinking about maybe constantly, especially if you have a family with small kids. But maybe it doesn't seem like scripture talks too much about or, or gives us too much guidance on. Like, I, I love this picture and I, I've loved exploring it and, and looking at it and, and peering into it and sitting with it because of the, the way it kind of dignifies these small half played moments, half played games, half done laundry, half walking kids. Like this is the halfway world. That God has come all the way into Um, and it's really beautiful these images are are strong for us and I think that's pretty like not up for debate like we know how strong screens are we've spent most of this week in our household battling uh, bowl games in the background some contingent of us really love to watch those and our eyes were drawn to them and some did not want them I'll, I'll let you figure out who was who or, or our phone screens, you know, um, these images are strong and they have allure, they have the power to shape our imaginations. Images can lock us into or let us out of a box that we construct for God. This is one of the reasons some kinds of Christians throughout Christian history have been skeptical of images and art because it can make us either too able to image God or no longer able to imagine God as God really is or wants to be. Um, I was thinking about this. We, we had a uh, three-dimensional image, a sculpture of the wise men in a nativity scene in the boys' room, and um, we got questions like, but I thought Jesus had pink skin. Why do the magi have dark skin? These images have... Uh, power to form us, or or also to to open a door for us to have our imaginations reformed, and so I want to offer just with the Lord's prayer that was wonderfully um, prayed and and read um, by the kiddos to offer a a visual meditation, a, a visio divina, uh, for the new year, along with the Lord's prayer. The Lord's Prayer is, is of course, a way of of praying and continuing this Christmas reality. And I want to remind you that it's still Christmas. Uh, Our tree is gone, but it's still Christmas. Until Epiphany, it is still Christmas, friends. And to some extent, this Christmas reality that has come into our world means that it is always still Christmas, and we need to embrace that and, and, and live into that. And so, uh, I think this pairs so well and so uh, beautifully with the Lord's Prayer. This this aspirational and 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 beautiful um, prayer for us to embrace again and again as our own in this new year, because uh, the Christmas story is this is this whole gospel, just in this moment of God coming to us. This moment of pure grace. This moment of revelation. This moment. Um, where, where God has chosen to be with us. And, and others have said that the Lord's Prayer is similarly the whole gospel. Like Tertullian says the Lord's Prayer is a summary of the whole gospel. So I see these two these two things, the, the Christmas story that we're still in and the Lord's Prayer that we can pick up and embrace again and again as our own, as each part of and also the whole gospel together. So I want to look at this nativity icon, and some of you may be more or less familiar with icons. Some, it might be really strange and foreign to be looking at these pictures. Maybe for some of your traditions, it was very taboo that Eastern Christians used icons to pray. But I just want to look around because there's so much going on in this picture. There's so much going on in the nativity period. The whole gospel reality is happening. And I want to pray the Lord's Prayer along with it. So we start with our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right away we look a little closer. And these are all details of the same picture. We see at the top this beam of light coming down this like ultra light beam heaven is here the the dome has been breached there's like a hole in the ceiling of reality this is really good news this means that the darkness has been breached this also means that heaven is around us <laughs> during Christmas vacation. We're on the way to our our traditional donut run, and uh, I received the question from one of the kids: "Is heaven up?" I don't know what Spernet donuts, uh, maybe. Um, And and my brother-in-law, who has like a one-year-old, always kind of leans in to see how I'm going to answer these questions for my kids, so that he can do that in a couple years, maybe. Like it's like free pastoral advice for really hard kid questions, and so. Yeah, my question was, or my answer is pretty meandering. It was like, yes and no. Let's complicate this. We'll further unpack. Um, But in some ways, this, this this vision, this image, shows us better than we could tell it. That heaven is here. Heaven has broken in upon us. The, like philosophers say, the imminent frame that, That closed ceiling of reality has been breached. It's compromised. We can't control everything. We can't know everything. We can't contain everything because God has come to us. We didn't cause this to happen, and we can't prevent God's mission from being successful. This is good news. This is what is happening just in this one stream of light coming down is God entering into the darkness. And then moving down a little bit in the frame, you see, always pay attention to these shapes. And you see kind of, it almost looks like a a life raft that Mary and Jesus are on in this picture. In some, it's a little more pronounced, like an almond shape that's called a mandorla. Think about the middle of a Venn diagram, where two circles intersect, and it looks like an almond or a football. That is a very special place in Christian art. That is the place where God's kingdom comes on earth as it is in heaven. Earth and heaven intersect in our coming back together. This is what reconciliation looks like. And Jesus and Mary with Jesus are right in the middle of it. So whenever we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what we're praying. This is what God has done to make that prayer possible. (laughs) We keep going. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. It's beautiful that this image is so complex that it has room for us. It has room for all this varied cast of characters. Off to the side, you see these midwives. This is in the lower right-hand corner. These midwives hint at God's provision. God's providing for Mary. When we pray, give us our daily bread. Give us bread for today. Give us sustenance. God will be faithful to provide. And God has provided for Mary with these midwives. The arrival of God always has helpers always has servers, always has those helping to birth God into the world. When we ask for daily bread, there are usually bakers involved. God provides and God answers Mary's yes by sending others like these midwives who are improvisational actors who don't just say yes, but they say yes and. When, when, <laughs> when we we make the mistake and we say no to God, uh, when when God shows up, but Mary's yes uh, reminds us and shows us, and the midwife support show us that there will be people around us to help us say yes. We're also reminded that nothing shows up out of nowhere, and that sometimes we're recipients of pure grace, and sometimes we're others who are. We're working for others. We're helping others uh, receive and offer grace. The midwives are really important in this story. It's a really beautiful inclusion in this image. And then maybe to contrast that, maybe this is the part of the image that you're going to go straight to Google and wonder what the heck's going on. The other corner, this is Joseph (laughs) looking really forlorn with a really dapper gentleman who is actually the devil. Joseph is talking to the devil here, and the devil is trying to convince Joseph that Mary is putting something over on him. After all, no one's heard of uh, what has happened to Mary before. Uh, it seems, that, and, and and we know in the story that, that Joseph is like a pretty good guy and is quietly trying to not embarrass Mary, but also kind of extricate himself from what, is happening when God shows up in the world we we see in these in this iconography <laughs> um, Mary is normally looking towards Joseph trying to draw him back in and include him Joseph is normally looking away kind of ashamed kind of forlorn like you almost get a sense of like Joseph's like fragility Joseph's pride at the very least joseph's uncertainty of knowing what's going on like god has come into the world in jesus and joseph's like direct dna is not involved um and so i think one of the things that this corner of our image is doing is showing us what that kind of temptation looks like we're often so tempted when god works in the world in ways that we we're not expecting, in ways that we don't know what to do with, in ways that don't, we, we don't know how to plug into or include in. And so I think this is showing Joseph just trying to figure out how to be involved with what God's doing. Like Joseph's DNA isn't involved, but Joseph will be included in this, in hospitality, making room, in stewarding, in co-parenting the light of the world with Mary. This, this, this should be a, a, a great reminder and a great challenge to us, especially those of us who are used to knowing how to help and how to be involved and how to be in the center of the story, to be cast off to the side and still involved in what God's doing. And lastly, that tagline for the kingdom and the power and the glory, amen we we have the very shape of kingdom power and glory happening with some of these other casting crew like off to the side the the magi these wise ones and we'll get to we'll get to like expand on that theme next week with our friends from uh Mount Sinai that there will be magi in attendance i won't say more uh, it's really exciting but these magi come from the east they are not like the expected God-worshippers, but they come bearing gifts for a king. They come previewing the saints that are marching in in Isaiah 60, and they bring all the trappings of their culture from all the corners of the earth, and God's kingdom starts in an obscure corner of Bethlehem, but its reign and its reach doesn't stop there. Within the the first four or five centuries, Christianity and and the, the gospel has spread to the ends of the earth. This is, this is brilliant and beautiful and scandalous. We go over to the other side, and we see these shepherds, and lest we get too fancy of the idea of it all, angels and kings, the right of our picture shows these shepherds watching their flocks. These shepherds are wage workers. They are roughnecks. They are rural types. These are people who do not vote for their own interest, and they probably get pushed around by the markets for their wool, they are without power, but somehow they were there, and somehow they could see. The shepherds are involved. Everyone is involved across social class, across uh, um, job title, and 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 likeliness. And lastly, right in the center—maybe well, you can see it better here. You see, right around Jesus, we saw this for our our kids Christmas play the feeding frenzy around the manger the ox and the act the ass even the animals are in the stable they were part of this glory making the ox is like this proper Jewish animal that is kosher and works well it is strong and disciplined the ass is unwieldy representing the Gentiles who have long been on the outside many of us but now they accompany the Christ together. Jesus' glory extends to the whole world and it starts in that manger and heaven and nature sing humanity and non-humanity respond first, respond to the first fruits of God's new creation breaking in. And it all centers on Jesus. The central point of this story, and hopefully the central part of our lives and the central part of our new years will be this Jesus. This Jesus who allows us to see, who, like Anna was saying when we were singing, who allows us to look out into this created world and see and hear and sense and know God's presence, know God's care, know God's creativity and the way God is continuing to call us into this good work in this new year, even in the midst of sorrow and uncertainty. Will y'all pray with me? Christ, be the center of our vision, of our lives, of our church, of our neighborly life, of our work life, of our family life. <laughs> Christ, be, be right in the middle. Help us come to you um, wherever we uh, find ourselves in that picture whether we're engaged and we know what's going on, whether we're disenchanted or disaffected, whether we're um, the ones least likely or the ones um, who need to have our imaginations and visions changed. Uh, Draw us to yourself this year. Let us pray that prayer that you taught us that we might come to see your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done in our lives, in our world. We thank you for all these things, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.